Hello, I'm Alex Ross and welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? I've actually been fairly busy this week with nothing exciting, like nothing exciting at all, but I have been actually doing things, so that's good, isn't it? <laughs> Still not as much to talk about, but you know, been doing things. It's been quite stressful. We're filming our... um final projects for college this year. I don't think I've ever spoke about it before. I do TV at college, so um been filming final projects for that and my god, it's stressful. Strong dislike. I get myself so stressed out about things. And you know when you're like, in about a week I'm not going to care, am I? But right now, heavy stress. <laughs> so much so. I was went, <laughs> I started my week on Monday. I went for a run. Standard. You know, that's how I start pretty much all my weeks. I went for a run in the morning, was having a lovely run, and then I remembered how stressed I was, and I started crying on my run, like a fucking lunatic. Like I must have looked fully deranged. I was running and crying, and <laughs> I can't really breathe through my nose. Again, don't think I've ever spoke about that on this podcast, because who really needs to know that? I'm just not very good at it. On the list of things I'm a bit shit at as a human, Breathing through my nose, I just don't think I can do very well. And my brother couldn't do it when he was younger, but he got an operation to get that fixed. For me, I'll live with it. Just live with it, it's fine. She need her nose fixed, need to breathe properly. No, 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 not that one. Leave it. Joke's on my family. My brother got his nose fixed when he was younger and got accidentally punched in the face and had to get the operation again in a couple of weeks' time. I think that's really funny. Probably because I feel like it's karma for me not getting it. Anywho, so I can't really breathe properly through my nose. So when I run, I sound very similar to a pug. Probably <laughs> look a lot worse than a pug. I was going to say similar, but definitely worse. Pugs are at least cute, man. So I was running and crying, so it sounded somewhat like... <laughs> it was just a lot of heavy breathing and <laughs> very distressing. While I was running, I was running past the BBC building. While I was running past the BBC building, I ran past Gavin Mitchell, who plays Bobby the Barman in Still Game. I was excited because, oh my god, I, I know who that is. And we're the only two people there. And I'm looking at him because I'm like, oh my god, I know who you are. You're fucking Bobby from Still Game. That is so exciting to me. And he's looking at me like, do I need to call somebody for this woman? <laughs> do I need to call an ambulance or a therapist or both because this is quite a sight. Um, what a horrible fucking start to his Monday, man. That's not the way to start your Monday with whatever god-awful sight I was. Greeting and crying and sweating and attempting to run. I actually, thinking about it now, I actually feel worse for him. I was mainly feeling bad for myself because I was like, that's embarrassing. He's definitely just gone inside and gone, she just seen the nick of this lassie, I just seen it there. But now, I'm thinking it probably ruined the rest of his day. He was probably like, God, I hope, hope our girl's okay. It was just quite a sight to see. If you've either just had your breakfast, you're going to feel a bit sick seeing that. Or if you've not had your breakfast yet, it's going to put you off. So, thinking about it now, you know, swings and roundabouts. Much better for me than it was for him. Really. In other celebrity news this week, I met... Fucking Lorraine Kelly this week, and I can't quite express how exciting that is to me. She is a god, an idol, everything to me. That woman is an absolute angel, and I love her. And I was 
so fucking excited to meet her so unholy excited to meet her that when I got told I was going to get to meet her um I actually cried like went through to tell Laura that I was meeting her I was like oh my god Laura come on, come on, guess what me and Lauren Kelly and um I, I just stood there greeting and every time I thought about it <laughs> I promise I don't cry this much I realized this whole podcast so far it's times I've greeted this week <laughs> hello I'm Alex Ross and welcome to an episode of times I've greeted this week to be honest, I probably have a lot more fucking content recently. <laughs> anyway, I was very, very fucking excited to meet Lorraine Kelly, but I was also extremely nervous. Because folk always say that thing, don't they? They were like, don't meet your idols. Don't meet their idols, it'll ruin your life. They won't be as good as you have in your head, and it's going to ruin your life, and it's not going to be fun. But it was great, it was fantastic, she was so nice, and I love her. I will explain, it wasn't like I just either bumped into her or I actually got to meet her. It was on... Um, a Zoom thing for college, which was quite sad that one didn't get to see her fully in person. But I guess that's just as good for just now. And she was so nice. She was so fucking nice, man. And it really made my week. Honestly, I was so worried she was going to be god awful because she came of it like she's so nice on the telly. She's so nice and fun. And I was like, what if that's just an act? That would break my poor wee soul. Because that was at the start of the week and then I had to do my filming for the rest of the week and if it turned out Lorraine Kelly was an arsehole, oh god, I just wouldn't have, I can't leave the bed. There's no point, everything's a lie. There's no point anymore. That's the kind of dramatic I probably would have been but she was so nice and I actually got to speak to her and she laughed at my shite jokes. My really shite jokes. I don't know if other people do this, like most people when they get nervous they tend, you know, you do that like quiet thing oh, I'm so quiet and shy and that's so sweet. Not me. What little prick? I, I get worse. It's so annoying. Whenever I'm like feeling really nervous, my brain will be like, well, fill in these blanks with some jokes. And it's just, oh God, they're never good. They're such dad jokes and it's always the worst. And she laughed at them and was really nice about it. And I was like, my God, an absolute queen. She even managed to muster up a fake laugh and make it seem real. How do you do it, Lorraine? <laughs> So that's really, that's honestly been the highlight of my week. Nothing can top that. That's highlight of the month. Miller and Kelly. I used to go early to work. I would sit in the staff room and eat my breakfast and watch Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> Which sounds quite sad, but, you know, I loved it. Great time. Because it was, it's, Lorraine Kelly's on at quite an annoying time, isn't it? No offence, Lorraine, love you. But it's on at a time where, like, you're just starting work or something. Or you're, like, you just get the first ten minutes... And then you can't see the rest. That is quite upsetting. So, you know, if you're on slightly later, you just get a slightly earlier bus so it get you in time. Great. It's a great plan. Honestly, if you don't watch the rain in the morning, you need to get on it. Or if you start work at that time, God, I'm sorry, because you're really missing out. GMTV's just not the same. It's not got the same vibes. So like I say, I've been actually quite busy this week, which is not very good for me because when I'm tired, I am incapable of functioning. Incapable? Incapable? I don't, I don't know. I'm tired. This proves my point exactly. I'm just unable to function when I'm tired. I just don't know how people do it, man. The other day I got in and I was picking the kit out of my car and taking it into the flat. I took in half of the stuff I needed to take in and then I was like, right, I'll go get the next lot. And I was like, oh, will I leave the door ajar? Yeah, I'll just leave it. I'll just close it. And rather than get my keys out, what I did was fully Close the door so I can get back in. So I locked myself out of the flat. I was like, great, good for me. 
Laura wasn't in. I was like, fuck, I've actually fucked this. Luckily, what I did have was my car keys. <laughs> so I'd taken them out, not the house keys, you know, obviously. It's a fucking idiot. So I had to phone Laura and be like, I, I've locked myself out the flat. Can I please come and steal some keys off of you? And luckily she was about five minutes away, so that was absolutely ideal for me because I honestly thought I was going to pee myself as well. Which would be another another disaster in itself. Why I didn't, after coming in, just go pee, but you know what? That was a different issue, but I was like, I'm going to pee myself. And it's as soon as you can, as soon as I closed that door, I was like, oh no, what if I need to pee? What's going to happen now? So I ran and got those keys, got them, came back to the flat, and I was like, right, now I can actually get some work done, sort my life out. Nope, I forgot to pick up a card reader earlier when I was picking up the rest of my kit. So then I had to go to Tesco, but I had to go to Tesco in the biggest rush ever because I was like, I have no idea when Laura's going to be home. Not a fucking clue when she's going to be home. And I don't have keys. I don't have keys to give her. She doesn't have keys. But, uh, again, this proves my point. I'm tired is just useless. I had to rush to Tesco because she didn't have keys to get back in. So I had to be there to let her in. So I'm like flying her into Tesco in an attempt to find a card reader. And it was just a very stressful occasion. And then yesterday, I was driving home and I missed my turn off. And I just kept going round in loops because I kept missing different turn-offs. And also, I still don't really know where I'm driving in Glasgow. And I just don't have fast enough reaction times. It's really what it came down to. I, there was like a sign that was like, turning here. And I was going so fast, I was just like, oh, that was it. Missed it. Fucked it. And I was just going around in loops for ages. <laughs> I was like, I just, I just won't get home. <laughs> I was so stressed, just going round and round for ages. And I feel like that just really has summed up what my week has been like. Just me stuck on motorways, going round and round for ages, and not knowing what fucking exit to take to get home. <laughs> I realise I made it sound like those were all the end of the world. Um, but it does feel like the end of the world when you lose your keys. I used to lose my keys all the time. So did my brother and... I can't count the amount of times our house door, like the lock has been changed just because people just fucking lose their keys all the time. I was a nightmare for forgetting to take them on nights out all the time. <laughs> it's, ha- it's, it's happened on several occasions, three of which I can remember quite clearly. The first one was I had to text my brother being like, can you put a key in the plant pot? And he was like, yeah, okay, perfect, job's good in. Um... I got so drunk that when I got in, I couldn't find my keys in the plant pot. So there's this massive plant pot outside our house. Like a big, it's like an old barrel. It's like a barrel cut in half. I'm, I'm Again, I'm drawing it out in front of me like people can see that. That's it. Just use your words, Alex. <laughs> so there's a massive like half barrel with a big plant in it. And that's where, I mean, unless you're a robber. If you're a robber, that is definitely not where we put the keys ever. No one ever, ever, ever hides those keys in that one specific plant pot that I've just described. Never. Okay, that's just a, you know, side note for all the robbers listening. So I asked him to put the keys in there. I'd walked home, um, which was a regular recurrence. My mum's house is in the country, so it's like 20, 30 minute back roads to get home, depending on how drunk I was. Yes, you did have to go down some muddy roads. Yes, I did do it in heels. Yes, I am a fucking idiot. I used to do it all the time. And I've 
used to sometimes take a lot longer than others because I would stumble my way home. And I w- this one occasion, I was really stumbling to the point where I had fallen in a bog. <laughs> Which is just never the way you want to end your night, is it? Nobody wants to end the night falling in a bog. But anyway, I, <laughs> I fell in the bog and got back up. Absolute trooper. Got back up. I'm stomping home. Couple more stumbles. At this point, I'm wet from the bog water and there's a few cuts and scrapes on my knees. So there's blood on my legs. I get back to the house. I'm like, cracking. I've made it now. Job's a good in. Can get nice and cosy. Can have a shower to get rid of this fucking bog water. Because <laughs> that's a nightmare. And I tried to find the keys in this plant pot. I could not find the keys for the life of me. Couldn't find them at all. And what I started doing was scooping out all of the soil from this plant pot. Double hand in it as well. So my right hand's making a massive pile of soil on me. The left hand's making a big pile of soil. And the more I was scooping out the soil, the more panicked I was getting. I was stressed. I was like, oh no, where are the keys? He's forgotten to put them out. Uh, It's not my fault. Cam has forgotten to put the keys. I'm never going to get in. So I'm phoning him. It's like (laughs) four or five in the morning. I'm sitting there on the floor, covered in bog water, blood down my legs, piles of soil next to me, greeting another episode of Times Alex Cried. Because <laughs> I can't find these keys. He comes downstairs and that is, you imagine opening your front door, you're half awake and you open the door to what looks like one of the monsters from fucking Scooby-Doo. Like I was ready to peel off a mask and be like, oh my god, it was actually... Jinkies! <laughs> That's um, all the Scooby-Doo impressions I have. That's what I was looking like. A big fucking swamp monster from Scooby-Doo. And I was like, <laughs> I can't find the keys! And he literally just, like, one hand reached in first time and pulled them out. He was like, a fucking idiot. Oh, I can't find my keys. So I went to bed and washed myself off so I didn't look like a, a um, swamp monster anymore. It was not, not the best look. It was probably quite distressing if that's the first thing you see when you wake up. And in the morning I had to get up and shuffle all the soil back in because I think my home would go absolutely mental. On other occasions I've forgot my keys. It was one time Halloween. And I, I had actually, oh, I had actually dressed as a swamp monster that time. <laughs> Good for me. I had actually dressed as a swamp monster. I'd painted myself blue. I'd stitched some fairy lights into my costume. It was, a, it was a swamp monster vibe, it was great. I think it was all like spray painted green as well, so I looked like seaweed. I'd forgotten my keys. I'd forgotten to ask anybody to put them out. So what I did was I just sat at the door. I was like, well, you know, it was a weekday. And I was like, aye, my mum will be up soon for work. Be okay. I <laughs> just sat, sat there at the doorstep with a blanket over me. Because I used to take out my big scarf, which I called the scarf, um, blanket scarf. It was big enough to act as in a blanket. So if you're standing in taxis or anything, it's like you got a blanket on. It's honestly, great investment. Take out a blanket scarf and then you can roll it up, pop it in your bag, but you're still super cosy at the end of the night. It's a great investment. Anyway, I use my blanket scarf. I'm sitting on the doorstep. So eventually, when my mum finally gets up for work in the morning and opens the door, I like fall back in because my back was to the door. And what she would have seen is a blue-faced me probably not the sight your mother's wanting to see is your daughter with a blue face looking like she's dead. <laughs> I probably smelt like something that was dead as well so 
that was quite a distressing morning for her, but I eventually got in. I would not recommend sitting waiting on the doorstep. Probably phone somebody. On a separate occasion though, when I <laughs> forgotten or lost my keys and I had forgotten or lost my phone. Honestly, man, I would lose my heat if it wasn't screwed on. I was like, right, well, how am I going to get in? Because this was after the incident of the swamp monster on the doorstep. Well, the second one, when I was actually dressed as a swamp monster, not in- unintentionally being a swamp monster. I was like, I'm going to have to get in. I'm going to have to get crafty. <laughs> so I chucked pebbles at my mum's window. Like, you know, in the ye olden day novels, where they like the love interest chucks the pebbles at the girl's window, and she's like, who, me? My window? That was what I went for. I remember absolutely lobbing these chuckies. It's really hard. I have a newfound respect for all those lads in all them novels because they must have really, really wanted to get with them lassies because it's fucking hard to chuck, especially to have top floor window with a chucky. They don't really go that far. With a big rock, you'd probably get quite far, but then you'd probably smash a window and that's not what I was aiming for. I think my mum would have been fucking furious if I had chucked a big rock that smashed her window to be like, can I get in please? I forgot my keys. I think that would have been the last draw. would have been straight death. So I'm going with the little chuckies. <laughs> I was so confused. Just a little tap, tap, tap on your window. If that was me, I'd just be monster. I would not leave my bed. But luckily she did leave her bed. She did get me and she did let me in. But you know, again, new respects for the lads in those romance novels. That is a, it's a fucking effort. I mean, my aim was probably hindered due to my drinking. But I don't know, these lads might have been drinking first. I feel like you got to be drinking first before you got to be like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to chuck pebbles out a window. Is that like the ye olden day version of sending a drunk text? Chucking pebbles at the window? Oh, don't do it, mate. Don't do it. Don't go, don't do it, don't chuck pebbles at the window. Is that is that like the olden day version of sending drunk decks? I hope it is. That's much more embarrassing, but I really like the effort from it. So, am I, am I, I've, I've lost my point here. I'm just thinking about chucking pebbles at people's windows now. <laughs> oh dear. Anywho, my point is, I'm very forgetful and I lose my keys absolutely all the time. And I'm useless when I'm tired, as all those stories would say. But also, in all those stories, I am a little bit intoxicated. So, the point of this story is, I'm just fucking useless. You know what it is? I'm an idiot. I'm forgetful. I'm just fucking useless. But that's fine. It's mildly amusing. Maybe to somebody. Probably not. Probably not to anybody but me. But if you don't laugh, you'll cry, eh? So this week's fun fact is going to be dedicated to losing shit because I'm losing my marbles and I always lose my keys. So it's good. <laughs> the fact is that 10 minutes a day is spent looking for your phone, your keys or other misplaced items on average. So on average, every person spends at least 10 minutes a day looking for your phone, keys or other misplaced items. And I think I'll probably spend longer doing that. 100%. Because that's like that's not just in the house, that's out and about. And the amount of times I get into my car and then I put my car keys away 
in like my bag and that and then I spend time looking for my keys to start my car and I'm sitting in my car like I fucking know they're in here somewhere because I'm sitting in the vehicle so 10 minutes average but I think I'm probably they've not surveyed me yet but I think I'm probably taking up the average there and also 4.5 hours on average spent searching for the tv remote 4.5 hours that's quite hefty that's quite a chunk but then I don't know I don't know if I spent on average that's that's quite a lot because a week hours a week like once a day maybe you spend two minutes to look for it but two minutes every day is not really adding up to four and a half hours that's mental I that's someone make that sum add up in my brain because I just don't understand how that's happening most of the time because I'm a lazy fucking bastard if I'm really really comfy I'm like well I'm stuck with this channel now that's it that's this channel for eternity whatever comes on because I can't be bothered to find the remote I don't know if that says more about me that I'm too lazy or these people that they're too committed to looking for the remote or that they're putting in fucking stupid places Anywho, <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode. It sounded like an existential crisis. I promise it's not. Maybe. It, it might be, but it's, it's probably not. If you have any nice stories, <laughs> if you want to tell me about how much you also love Lorraine Kelly so we can probably join or start a fan club, then that's great. Or if you want to let me stories about stupid times that you've lost any items, your marbles or your keys... Um, then please do let me know because that makes me feel much better about myself and that's all I need just need the wee confidence boost lads so if you can let me know on instagram at alex underscore ross or twitter which is at alex c underscore ross and I will hopefully be less distressed next week you never know